0: welcome to another episode of six minute Monday where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room the boardroom and on a football field tip number one exercise tip of the week please 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 stop doing speed and agility drills where you're maybe using ladders or running over bags or doing ridiculous drills around cones that don't do those drills don't do drills where they either a have no correlation to your sport or B make you worse at your sport What our group is doing right now, we are running speed and the drills with cones. They closely mirror what would be happening during a football game. So we're not uh, running our feet in these little fancy dances through ladders, because that's not making you better. We're not driving our knees up over bags, because that really doesn't happen. Watch a football game. ever say, oh, they say climbing over bodies. I said that. Nope, that's not happening either. What we're doing is we are throttling down to positions, shuffling, sprinting angle, uh, throttling down, angling, sprinting at an angle run. We're doing things that closely mirror what would happen in a football game. Please stop. That's my exercise tip of the week. Stop doing drills. that are going to make you worse. Okay. Tip number two, something I want you to experiment with. The next time you are in a training session, in between wind sprints or bench press or hang clean, I don't care what it is, what I want you to do is take five deep breaths in and out through your nose. Five deep belly breaths in and out through your nose. And I want you to tell me if you execute your next set better or worse than you would have if you were out of breath and if your heart rate was elevated. Experiment with it. Run five sprints, don't take those breaths. Run five sprints, do take those breaths. You tell me. There's a big debate going on in the advanced training group chat right now. Uh, I think I'm winning, but there's a big debate going on about lowering your heart rate to perform better and just have a better life in general. So do that experiment, let me know how it goes. Okay, tip number three, the quote that I am pondering. Information without emotions isn't retained. I'm going to repeat that. Information without emotions isn't retained. So what does that mean? Think about it. Think about all the classes you've been in, where there's been some teacher rambling on. You're zoning out. The teacher could be saying the most critical thing in the world, and you're just zoning out. You're listening to a presentation, and the presenter is just reading bullets off the slide without giving any passion behind what he's saying. You're zoning out. Uh, Think about a coach. He could be drawing something up on a whiteboard. There's no feel for, for what he's saying, but think about that coach that you had that's talking about that X, and he's saying that X is going to go in there, and he's going to light up that fullback. Now you got that passion. Now you're sitting on the edge of your seat listening to what that coach is saying. So remember, information without emotion isn't retained. Bring your passion into what you're saying. Tip number four, the book that I've been reading and thinking about, it's called Innovating Innovation. I'll say it again. Innovating Innovation. And one thing that I see about in, in innovation is that innovation does not necessarily have to mean invention. So what does that mean? It means that, let's take the simplest of simple examples. Maybe I didn't invent peanut butter. Maybe I didn't invent jelly. Maybe I didn't invent white bread. But maybe I'm the guy that brings peanut butter and jelly and puts it on white bread and makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right? I didn't invent any of those things. I just combined three existing things together, and now I've brought innovation to the table. So being an innovator doesn't necessarily mean that you have to invent stuff, but you really what it is is bring new stuff to a world where it didn't exist before and bring it in a new way that's going to add value to what you're doing. Okay, tip number five, this is my productivity tip. So this is again with meetings where people just spend too much time in meetings. I don't care what it is, it could be football, it could be. School, it could be work, I don't care what it is, people just spend too much in their time in meetings. So if you are conducting a meeting, here's my tip. Start the meeting at the exact minute that you said you were going to start the meeting. The bus ain't waiting. If you say we're starting at 10, start at 10, don't worry about who's late. Yes, critical information may be missed right at the beginning. Yes, there might be a critical person that needs to be there, and they're going to miss that information. But you are setting the tone for all the meetings after that, that the bus ain't waiting. What you're also doing is if there's ten people in a meeting, and nine of them are there and you're waiting for one, you're telling the other nine people, you know what? Uh, That person's time is more important than you. We need that person here more than we need you here. So if you have a training session, a meeting, whatever it is, start at the exact time you were supposed to start. It may have some rough patches in the beginning as you people miss critical stuff, but you're setting the tone that the bus ain't waiting. Okay, tip uh, number six. Actually, the craziest thing that I saw in the gym actually wasn't uh, at a gym because we can't go in a gym. This is again was at Owl Howell Park. There was two real weird things. One, uh, people have no respect for personal space anymore. They're just like they kind of lost their minds. So I set up my station at the park yesterday. I'm doing a uh, sliders into a sled pull, and I have the corner section of the field set to myself. So I'm just working in the, you'll imagine a football field. I'm in one end zone. I'm working from the, the end of the goal line out to the 20-yard line. And I'm just, And maybe I'm in a 10-yard block wide, 20 yards block deep. Well, some person, for no good reason at all, decides to set up their station on the sideline about an inch away from my station. Now, I didn't budge. Normally, I'm a nice guy. If somebody said, look, can I use this area? You know, I'm lugging a, a sled and ladders, whatever this person had. I'm lugging this stuff out here, I really don't feel like carrying it across the entirety of the field, I would have moved over 5 yards, 10 yards, whatever it is. I, I get it, because I, I know the pains of carrying all this stuff. This person didn't say a word. They just put their, their camp right next to where I was going, maybe, uh, maybe a centimeter away. I could, I, we could actually feel each other's body heat while we are working out. Then the, the weirder part of this is that as I am finishing my workouts, so I finish, what I had was four plates, a sled, a bucket with chains. It's important that I'm telling you all this stuff because at least a part of the story. Uh, I'm carrying this stuff back and forth to my truck. Usually, when there's a crew of guys, it's all of us carrying it, but now it's me. I'm making like 10 trips. Well, my last trip, I turn around. Who's standing there? This person hands me the plate. And she says, uh, Yep, uh, this is a better workout for me. Like, I guess that meant like, I don't know what it meant. At first, I took it like, I'm, I don't know, that I looked too exhausted carrying this stuff back and forth to my truck or did it mean, uh, get the hell out of my station because I want to take the part of the field that you just had. I don't know. Anyway, respect your personal space, social distance, with or without a pandemic. We don't need people all over each other. Have a great day. Talk to you all soon.